Hello everyone. Thank you for joining on my first episode of Behind the Crown. My name is Elise Burwell and for this first episode I wanted to introduce myself a bit and give a brief background about who I am and why I wanted to create this podcast. So again, my name is Elise. I was crowned Miss Rodeo North Dakota 2022 and my reign will officially begin on January 1st. So right now, consider the lady in waiting, just getting prepared for next year to start. Um, but I actually started completing competing in rodeo queen pageants, princess pageants, when I was about four years old. It was just one more thing for my mom to throw me in and keep me occupied as we were already traveling to rodeos. And so I started doing that when I was about four and also been in a part of rodeo as a contestant around the same time as two and mostly in barrel racing. But the last three years I've been learning how to rope and this year I finally decided to enter the breakaway a little bit. So just getting getting started with that which has been really fun but I actually as far as my rodeo queen career career I actually took a hiatus about five six years ago I just really wanted to focus on who I was where I wanted to do with my rodeo career my professional career my college Um, I had been queening for a very long time and I had a lot of titles back to back Um, so it just took some time to focus on myself Um, I finished my college degree and I have a really great job. I work for my local soil conservation district. Um, and then I also purchased a gelding about two, three years ago. Uh, his name is Russell. Uh, Russell's a 13, 14 year old AQHA gelding. And he's been absolutely amazing for myself um, to get back into competing in barrel racing professionally. And about, say, I bought him in middle of the season in 2019, so about two years ago. And we're slowly starting to get things figured out. And then in 2020, I, you know, things are starting to come together really well. So I decided it was a good time to expand my horizon and um, purchase my WPRA permit. Up in North Dakota, we are very blessed in the Badlands circuit. We have quite a few rodeos. Besides for our amateur series with the PRCA, we have quite a few spread out throughout North Dakota and South Dakota. Um, that are fairly inexpensive to enter and a great way to get to more rodeos, travel more across the state. So I think I entered about three or four rodeos last year and and things were starting to get together and I knew exactly some of the things I needed to fix. Um, it was right after 4th of July at my first run, my first year on my cowboy Christmas with my permit and July 14th. I went out to go feed pens one night, feed some grain, and found that Russell had severely cut a hind leg. Uh, Thankfully, nothing was permanently damaged. It was all superficial, but it was a very large cut, and it's taking a very long time to heal. Um, So about throughout that time, I, when he first got hurt, you know, I really got, I got upset, and I was pretty down about myself and life, and why why did this happen? Right when we're starting to get things figured out, starting to get life figured out, and here I am, a change of bandages every day, clean and install, ordering vet supplies, thinking of new innovative ways, what I can do to help it heal faster. Um, but throughout that time, actually about a year ago, I was kind of going through this downtime in my life, and I reflected on how far I came. Because if I sat there and continued thinking of why me, it just only brought me down further. So I thought of the last few years, 
where I really focused on myself and my career and life and what I wanted to do and what my why was. Why do I go broke for these animals? Why do I enjoy this lifestyle and love to rodeo so much? So out through that, I was also reminded of my motto, which is everything happens for a reason. I'm determined to find God's reason for me, which I hope to touch on that more someday in the future. But um, I think it's a big thing from that is, you know, everyone has their own struggles and their battles that they fight every day. But if I can help, if I can share my story and help one person, then I've succeeded. Um, so that when that model came back in my life and I thought of all the things I've overcome and how far I've came that, you know, I was actually very blessed and very fortunate. I knew that Russell was going to heal completely sound. Actually, two weeks after he got hurt, he was in his little 12 by 12 pen, little stall, and he was trotting circles. So his, even though he was severely injured, he still was feeling good. Uh, I was doing something right. And, and that cut has thankfully healed up very well to this day. But I also reflected on my past queen career at that time, too. And I knew that where I was in life with my career, professionally with the district, uh, I was in a perfect position where I could be flexible and I could have the time if I wanted to be Miss Rodeo North Dakota. I was done with college, so I didn't have to worry about that. And with Russell being on the sideline, you know, I wasn't really focused on going anywhere and running much, mostly working with some younger horses. But what better way to season a younger horse than to drag it along to every rodeo? So I had some contemplation, and the Miss Rodeo North Dakota Pageant Association had released their dates, I think it was about January. And for the next six to eight weeks, I really thought hard if this if it was something I wanted to do. Because once I go all in, especially with something like this, I have to go all in. I have to be fully committed because it's a job that, you know, it's an unpaid internship is what it really could be classified as. And it's not a job that you get paid at. You do it because of the pride and because you love the sport. So I finally decided, uh, I was right before winter show in March, and I was going to run, I was going to compete this year. And spent the next few months dusting off all of my queen skills that I'd stashed away. And uh, thankfully came out of pageant. I won um, and did win horsemanship, personality, and appearance as well. And after pageant, I really thought about how can I promote rodeos and rodeo queens specifically? Like, what can I do to leave my staple in the industry, leave my mark? And then a memory popped in my head from about three years ago. And I was visiting with a fellow rodeo friend, and we were talking about some of the great legends that came from North Dakota and, you know, some of the big things I've done, but on a regular weekend and middle of the summer, you could see him at a rodeo in North Dakota, just one of our amateur rodeos. North Dakota is very blessed. We have two major amateur rodeo associations, the North Dakota Rodeo Association and the Rough Rider Rodeo Association. And those ones have at least one, if not multiple, rodeos every weekend from about June through August. And then on top of that, we're, our high school rodeo is very competitive and Little Birches is starting to grow in our state as well. So there's a lot of things that happen in North Dakota for rodeo in our Western industry. And my friend had made a comment and he'd said, you used to be a rodeo queen. You know how to talk, you understand the sport. 
you know, you should get on the radio and talk about all these amateur rodeos in North Dakota. And that when that memory popped in my head, um, at the time I was really focusing on what can I do for rodeo, for about rodeo and rodeo queens in general. And so my, how my vision has changed since then, but just even just simple words of encouragement from three years ago were all I needed to start brainstorming and think of ways, what, what can I do for this industry? What can I, how can I give back to it? It just goes to show that sometimes timing is everything. You know, that was three years ago that I heard, had that conversation and stashed it in the back of my brain, and here I am three years later actually utilizing it. So one thing I promised myself when I was going to be a rodeo queen again when I contemplated this is that if I was going to share my story, I was going to share all my story, all the real parts, the good, the bad, the ugly. So it's been officially four months since Russell was hurt, and I had started recording this episode last Tuesday, which was the 14th. And I was actually on my way back to the vet when I was recording it, because in, I think it was about August, about six, six seven weeks ago, um, a little over a year since Russell got hurt, I took him back to the vet just to make sure everything was going okay and that we were cleared to ride and start legging up since he had a year off from any kind of physical work and was in a stall for most of that. And we had found something pretty small, um, nothing to nothing to be concerned about, but this is another six to eight weeks off, which was completely unrelated to his initial injury. So it was a whole new little ouch that he got. Uh, but he wasn't lame at all on it, and it's not bothering him, but it definitely could be something I just got to be aware of and just let, give it time to heal. So on Tuesday, I headed back to the vet to re-ultrasound and make sure everything was looking good, see how it was healing. And at the time... And I started recording this, you know, I, I was in a great spirit that day. It was up early, the sun was shining, it was a nice, brisk fall day, and had a great cup of coffee. Uh, it was just one of those really good mornings, and I thought, you know, this is going to be the day I'm going to start recording my first episode, as I'm driving to the vet. I have about a two-hour drive there. And I think I got about 90% of the way through, and I already knew what I was going to end it as. I just ran out of time. And uh, at the vet, um, I didn't quite receive the news that I was hoping for. But it definitely could have been worse. So everything was healing fine. It's just not fully healed. So just another six weeks off. But I kept telling myself, what's another six weeks when it's been 14 months? It just wasn't our time yet. You know, but to be quite honest, at the time, I, I was still upset. You know, there's no denying that. Um, I knew I had 90% of my first episode recorded, you know, I was going to share, I was in a good mood, but here I was in real life, not taking my own advice, like what I knew I was going to talk about. And some a while ago, I saw a post from a barrel racer, and in the beginning paragraph, it had a sentence, uh, something along the lines of, uh, I don't want your advice when you're in your winning season, I want to hear how you keep going in your losing season. So I guess you could say that I've been in a losing streak, or I've been out of the season since July 2020. So one thing that's kept me going throughout all of this is my why. I do this rodeo, western lifestyle, rodeo queen, barrel racing, roping, all of that. I do it because I love it. And I love it, and I want to give back to it because it's been my saving grace, which I do hope to have future plans to talk about that more and my motto and how that all came about. 
But at the end of every episode, I'm hoping to leave everyone with a challenge. Whether you're a fellow rodeo queen, you're just a rodeo contestant, or you're someone who's never seen rodeo day in your life. Um, no matter what it is, I hope that some all of my challenges have a way to resonate to everybody and use in their own situation, their own life. Um, so my first challenge for my first episode, you know, I talked a lot about my why. And with Russell getting hurt, that really came part of my life again. And competing for Miss Rodeo North Dakota, the most important question on your application is, why do you want to be Miss Rodeo North Dakota? Um, they limit us to 250 words for that one. Um, so it took me a while to really hone down in what exactly it is and why I want to do this. So for my first episode challenge, is I want everyone else to think about their why. Why do you love this sport? Or why do you love your passion in life? Well, no matter what it is, what keeps you going through that? Whether you're in your losing streak or your winning streak, what advice can you give to yourself on why you love to do it? Why you continue to do it? Write it down. Post it on your bathroom mirror, next to your coffee mugs, in your vehicle, wherever it may be. Just post it somewhere where you can read it every single day. And if you're comfortable enough, reach out to somebody, talk to them about it. Tell them about why you love to do this or why, why you're doing it. So that when life gets you down or you have those moments where you're set back for another six weeks, you have something to look back to and remember, remind yourself that there's a reason why I do this. And it's a genuine reason. It's in your heart for a reason. It's there for a reason. So that's all I have for my first episode today. Uh, I hope everyone has a great Sunday or whatever day you're listening to this. Um, it's Sunday for me. I'm going to finish the rest of my morning with some chores, uh, clean up my garage a little bit, and then I'm headed to go ride some horses later today. Thank you everyone for listening, and I hope to see you down the rodeo road.